0: Section twenty-seven of the Hollow Tree and Deep Woods Book. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Kathleen. The Hollow Tree Deep Woods Book by Albert Bigelow Payne. Section twenty seven. The Hollow Tree Poetry Club. Mr. Crow Plans and Entertainment for the Forest People once upon a time when it was getting along toward fall in the hollow tree where jack rabbit and mr robin and the others had come to live with the coon and possum and the old black crow there began to be long evenings and the hollow tree people used to think of new ways to pass the time they tried games at first and sleight-of-hand tricks then they tried doing things and mr turtle carried them all together twice around the big parlor room on his back but even that wasn't so funny after the first evening and mr crow who did most of the thinking had to scratch his head and think pretty hard what to do next all at once he happened to remember that jack rabbit who was the big man of the party was also a first-rate poet and liked to read his own poetry better than anything so when he thought of that he said i'll tell you we'll have a poetry club and of course that made mr rabbit wake up right away what's that he said what kind of a thing is a poetry club Why? said mr crow it's a place where the members each write a poem and read it at the next meeting you're the only real sure enough poet of course and will be president and write the best poem but the rest of us can try and you can tell us our mistakes i've heard that mr Man has them and they're ever so much fun jack rabbit thought so too and all the others liked the plan so they elected mr rabbit president and then went to work on their poems they couldn't have the first meeting very soon for it took longer to write poems in those days than it does now so before they got half ready the news got out some way and even mr dog had heard of it poor mr dog it made him really quite ill to think he wasn't on very good terms with the hollow tree people for he thought he could write pretty nice poetry too and he wanted to belong to that club worse than anything he could think of he wanted to so bad that at last he told mr robin that if they'd just let him come he'd promise anything they asked they didn't want to let him though until mr crow who always felt kind of sorry for mr dog said he didn't see why mr dog shouldn't come and look in through the window shutters and that they could nail a seat for him on a limb just outside they could pull him up to it with a rope and he could sit there and listen and applaud the poems all through without being able to do any damage to the poets and he would be glad enough to be let down by the time they got done reciting so they sent him an invitation and mr dog was as happy as a king he went right to work on his poem and he worked all night and walked up and down the yard all day trying to think up rhymes for joyful and meeting and a lot of other nice words even when he was asleep he dreamed about it and said over some of the lines out loud and jerked his paws about as if he were reciting it and making motions you see mr dog hadn't always done just right by the hollow tree people and he was anxious to make a good impression and fix up things he fixed himself all up too when the night came for the meeting and took his poem under his arm and lit a cigar that he'd borrowed of mr man for the occasion and away he went the hollow tree people were on the lookout for him and had the rope down and ready so mr dog tied it around under his arms and they pulled and pulled and up he came then when he got pretty close to the window they closed the shutter and put the rope through and pulled him up still a little higher so that he could reach the seat on the limb which was fixed just right for him to sit there and lean on the window-sill while he listened and looked in of course mr dog wished he was inside like the others but he knew why he wasn't and he was glad enough to be there at all he peeked through the slats at the big room and smiled and said some nice things about how pretty the room looked till they all got real sociable with him then jack rabbit called the meeting to order and made a few remarks he said the duties of his office had kept him from writing quite as long and as good a poem as he would have liked to write but that he hoped they might be willing to hear what he had done then they all shouted yes yes and hear hear and mr rabbit bowed first to the ones inside and then to mr dog outside and began the joys of poetry by j rabbit oh sweet the joys of poetry in the merry days of spring when the dew is on the meadow and the duck is on the wing for tis then from dan to dover i'm a rover mid the clover seeking rhymes the country over with a ring sing swing with a ding dong ding and a ting a ling a ling for i'm the rhyming rover of the spring oh sweet the joys of poetry in the pleasant summer time for 'tis tis then i have no trouble to compose my gentle rhyme in a nooklet by the brooklet i can think up quite a booklet as the fishing-line and hooklet i assist the fish to climb to the music of my chime for with rollick and with rhyme i'm the poet of the pleasant summer-time oh sweet the joys of poetry when any days have come when the autumn zephyrs whisper or the winter breezes hum for tis then my thoughts unfurling while the smoke goes upward curling come a whirling swirling twirling with a rumty tumty turn come a twirling swirling whirling like the rattle of a drum come a whirling come a swirling for in spring or in the summer in the autumn or the winter i'm the rumty tumpty tummer that rejoices in the seasons as they come well when mr rabbit got through everybody sat still for a minute till mr dog called out for somebody to come and unwind him so he could get his breath again then they all commenced to laugh and shout and pound on the table and mr rabbit coughed and looked pleased and said it was easy enough to do when you knew how then mr possum who was next on the programme said he hoped they'd let him off this time because he could only think of four lines and that he was a better hand at the dinner table than he was at poetry anyway but they wouldn't do it so he got up and looked foolish and swallowed two or three times before he could get started what i love by a puffington possum i love the fragrant chicken pie that blooms in early spring i love a chicken stew or fry or any old thing mr possum's poem was short but it went right to the spot and the way they applauded almost made jack rabbit jealous he said that it was most too true to be good poetry but that it was good for a first effort and that being short helped it then mr robin spoke his piece mother and me by c robin when the bud breaks out on the maple bough mother and me we build our nest a twig from the yard and a whist from the mow and four blue eggs neath the mother breast up in the tree mother and me happy and blithe and contented are we when the daisies fall and the roses die an empty nest in the boughs to swing four young robins that learn to fly and a sweet adieu till another spring then up in the tree mother and me happy once more and contented we'll be the applause wasn't so loud after mr robin's poem but they all said it was very pretty and mr possum even wiped his eyes with his handkerchief because it made him remember something sad mr rabbit said that it ought to be mother and i but that it didn't make much difference he supposed about grammar so long as it rhymed and sounded nice then mr crow got up just nothing by j crow while others may sing of the pleasures of spring or winter or summer or fall i'll sing not of these because if you please i'll sing of just nothing at all just nothing at all because oh ho i'll sing of myself an old black crow as black as a coal and as homely as sin what more can i tell you i pray for when you have nothing to sing of why then of course there is nothing to say nothing to say at all oh ho except good-bye to the old black crow the rollicking old black crow they made a good deal of fuss over mr crow's poem they applauded of course but they said it wasn't so at all and that mr crow was a good deal more than just nothing they said that it was he who got up this party and that he was the best man to plan and cook anywhere mr possum said he even liked mr crow's april fool chicken pies and then they all remembered and laughed even to mr crow himself after that it was mr squirrel's turn mr squirrel coughed twice and straightened his vest before he began so they knew his poem wasn't to be funny the foolish little lad by mr gray squirrel once on a time the story goes a silly squirrel lad one summer day did run away which made his ma feel bad she hunted for him up and down and round and round she ran alas that foolish squirrel boy was caught by mr man for he had tried to climb a tree as mr man came past i'll make you climb said mr man and walked home pretty fast when he got there a boy came out as mr man went in that silly squirrel soon was put into a house of tin now you can climb said mr man but when he did he found that nice tin house so bright and new turned round and round and round and there he climbs and climbs all day and never seems to stop and i have heard my mother say he'll never reach the top when mr squirrel sat down there wasn't a dry eye in the room and even mr dog outside was affected he said he'd seen the poor little squirrel at mr man's house turning and turning away in his tin wheel and felt so sorry for him that two or three times he'd tried to get him out he said though that mr Man had always caught him at it and that then they didn't get on well for a day or two it was so tender-hearted though he said that he couldn't help pitying the little fellow climbing and climbing all day long and never getting anywhere mr possum shivered and said it reminded him of bad dreams he'd had sometimes when he'd eaten too much supper and dreamed of climbing the rainbow then they all sat still and waited for mr turtle who came next my snug house by d land turtle oh what do i care for your houses of wood your houses of brick or of stone when i have a house that is cozy and good a beautiful house of my own and the doors will not sag and the roof will not crack of the house that i carry about on my back it is never too large and tis never too small it is with me wherever i roam in spring or in summer in winter or fall i always can find my way home for it isn't so hard to remember the track to the house that you carry about on your back well of course everybody applauded that and then it was mr coon's time mr coon said he was like mr possum he wasn't much on poetry and only had four lines he said they were some like mr possum's too the best things by z coon i like the spring i like the fall i like the cold and heat and poems too but best of all i like good things to eat that brought the house down and the hollow tree people thought the entertainment was over they were going to have supper right away but mr dog called out to wait a minute he said he had a little poem himself that he wanted to read so out of politeness they all sat still though they didn't expect very much then mr dog unrolled his poem and leaned over close to the blinds and commenced to read my forest friends by mr dog oh dear to me my forest friends especially mr rabbit i love his poetry very much and every gentle habit and dear to me is mr coon and also mr possum i hope to win their friendship soon twill be a precious blossom and mr crow and robin too with fancy sweet and fertile and mr squirrel kind and true and likewise mr turtle oh dear to me my forest friends especially mr rabbit i love his poetry very much and every gentle habit before mr dog was half through reading the hollow tree people had gathered around the window to listen by the time he got to the end of the third stanza he had to stop for them to cheer and when he read the last one jack rabbit pounded on the shutter with his fist and shouted hurrah for mr dog hurrah for mr dog just as loud as ever he could while all the others crowded up and shouted and tried to pound too well maybe the shutter wasn't very strong or maybe they crowded and pounded too hard in their excitement over mr dog's nice poem for all at once there was a loud crack and the shutter flew open and out went mr rabbit right smack into the arms of mr dog i tell you that was pretty sudden and mr rabbit was scared so were all the others and they were going to grab the shutter and close it again and leave mr rabbit out there but jack rabbit thinks quick oh mr dog he said that was the nicest poem i ever heard let me embrace you mr dog and be your friend for ever after then he hugged mr dog just as tight as he could and mr dog hugged him too and shed tears he was that happy he had been wanting to make up with the forest people for a long time but he hadn't expected this then the others all saw how it was and they shouted hurrah for mr dog again and invited him in and mr dog went in and they had the biggest supper and the biggest time that ever was known in the hollow tree and that's how mr dog got to be friends with all the hollow tree people at last and he stayed friends with them ever and ever so long and longer just as long as he lived for the mister dog that isn't good friends with them now isn't the same mister dog and he isn't as smart either for he can't write poetry and he's never even been able to find the hollow tree where the coon and possum and the old black crow live together and every summer keep open house for their friends end of section 27